Hello, everyone. This is Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Welcome to the One Bitcoin Show. Today, tonight, is 12-12-22, December 12th, 2022. Strong hand. Long-term thinking. Bitcoin is the next Bitcoin. We're one day closer to an all-time high. Freedom of association, baby. Be authentic. Be a unique beast. And you better believe it, baby. I am offended by selling. Hello, my elite friends. Tweet this baby out on Twitter. Spread the word. This is going to be a short one. I just randomly felt like doing this because I'm sure all these people are going crazy because SBF was just arrested in the Bahamas. And he's, oh, oh everyone's going to get their revenge on him, blah, blah. Uh, there's nothing I can add to that. I mean, come on. I'm tired of this stupid story at this point, man. It's completely ridiculous. I wanted to give you a unique beast story that you haven't heard about yet because, I mean, most people are out, out there are stuck in the uh, the regular world. They're not in the Bitcoin overlay like we are. And, uh, you know, they, the mainstream media tells them what to think. And they're watching YouTube. They're algorithm slaves. Now, some people like me, we actually watch videos on other platforms. BitChute. Have you heard of it? A lot of you guys out here, a lot of you, for quite some time, were saying, get old BitChute, Adam. Get old BitChute. Get old BitChute. Oh, it'll help. You know, you're getting blocked by YouTube. It's 2020. And, you know, I got on BitChute. And um, hardly anyone watches me on BitChute. And, and even though so many of you are get all bullshit. Okay. But with that in mind, <laughs> hey, I did it. I was in motion. Stefan Molyneux, you can only watch him there. Um, computing forever is great on BitChute. So um, what's his name, Computing Forever? That's the name of his channel, the red hair, red hair guy from Ireland. Why am I bringing up BitChute right now? Well, after uh, watching one of uh, Computing Forever's videos today, uh, and by the way, I'll update everyone. I'm in Baltimore right now, um, uh, where I'm from. And uh, we'll, we'll get personal at the end of the show here, but please ask questions. And I do want to thank, um, but before we move on to the BitChute news, and we'll talk a little bit about BlockFi also, I want to thank uh, Frank uh, Castaldini, Seabrock, and Henry Law, we only need $84 for the next One Bitcoin show. This is a bonus one I'm doing for free. It's going to be short. So I'm, I'm on Computing Forever's uh, channel, and I see a message that says uh, something about we need financial help. Go over to uh, Give, Send, Go. And I'm like, who is this? What's going on here? So Give, Send, Go is uh, one of those fundraising sites I think has a religious tilt to it that doesn't. Uh, the other one has been known to like confiscate people's money. This is centralized, also. Okay, the Canadian truckers tried to use this thing, also. I think they. I don't know if they had problems with gifts and go. This is the problem. Bitshoot apparently, you know, this major competitor for, of YouTube, and it is. It's a big. You know, I don't. I don't want to downplay it. Um, 
I mean, well, they haven't been. <laughs> they they don't have a bank anymore. All the banks have cut them off. They've had banking problems for like over two years. You can read their explanation on the give, send, go, where they're begging for money now. And they haven't raised that much money. They cannot access any of their money from banks. And no bank wants to do business with BitChute. And to me, this is huge news in the sense that this is one of YouTube's major competitors can't get a bank account. And if you, and I know I'm joking about BitChute and no, no one watches it and everything. YouTube is the behemoth. It is the giant, etc. But for anyone to, you know, want to compete with uh, YouTube, they're going to be able, they're going to have to have financial resources. Okay. And I know there's, um, the other one that's big right now is actually bigger than BitChute. And I haven't gotten on it yet because I just, I don't spend too much time on my videos anymore. Although I do encourage all of you in the attention economy to have some real estate, whether it be on Twitter or YouTube. or I'm on Twitter every single day at TechBalk. Follow me, T-E-C-H-B-A-L-T. Uh, what, what's, what's Rumble is, is the big one now. But they'll get be, they'll be cut off also. My tremendous point in all of this is that BitChute has known of this issue for at least two years. They haven't gotten a Bitcoin address. They haven't got, even though they sound like Bitcoin, they have nothing to do with Bitcoin. All right. And I, uh, I retweeted their begging today. I mean, I'm trying to help them a little bit. Don't, the best thing you can do is tell them, get a bit Bitcoin address, figure it out. Don't use a third party like Give, Send, Go. You look pretty desperate. They are pretty desperate, obviously, if they've gotten to this 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 point. Now, I, I don't know why Cointelegraph, Coindesk, and uh, Decrypt haven't written about this yet. Uh, I think mostly because you have to integrate the problem into the bigger picture. BitChute, in their begging, doesn't mention Bitcoin at all. A few people in the retweeting are like, Bitcoin solves this. Um, all these people are just like, oh, it's a conspiracy against BitChute. I don't care what it is. They should have known about this two years. I mean, they should have known about this five years ago, for God's sakes. Whenever they started, whenever BitChute started, they should have, instead of worrying about having a centralized bank account with these big banks, they're crying and screaming now, oh, Barclays or whoever. I don't even know who it is. I forgot. Some British, big British bank cut them off. Of course this is going to happen. The lesson here, if it happened to BitChute, it's going to happen to you. It's going to happen to all sorts of blacklisted companies. I don't care that Elon Musk is saving Twitter. He isn't saving everybody. There are going to be major companies that are going to be without banking. De-banking is real. And de-banking, people are like, well, why do I need Bitcoin? De-banking. That, I mean, that's one big thing right there. You will be debanked. People will be debanked. BitChute is being debanked. That is an answer right there. People say that Bitcoin doesn't exist. It's, it's a Ponzi. It's this, it's that. I mean, what's the solution for BitChute? Tell me, what is the solution to beg on get, give, send, go, or to have a Bitcoin account? What do you think makes more? I mean, come on now. That is a use case right there. So that is huge news. For me, that is huge Bitcoin news. It is bigger than this SBF nonsense, this uh, whatever his company's called that I don't know, a darn person who had money at, that all these other people lost money. And I'm not in the class warfare, by the way. 
So I'm not going to say, well, they're they're only getting attention because a bunch of rich people lost money. You know what? If a bunch of rich people lost money, he should be prosecuted. He broke the law, whatever. Uh, I'm not vilifying rich people, but they were stupid rich people <laughs> to get, you know, Tom Brady and all those people that lost a lot of money on this situation and all these big corporations throwing money at him because he's the latest thing. Now they're idiots for, there's some people that are idiots that, Oh, he's so trendy. He's into this green stuff. He's into giving all his money away. Let's give him more money. They didn't look into the financials behind the guy. Okay. They, they didn't do their due diligence. You get punished. That's it. You get, he'll, he'll get his, he's been arrested. Great. All right. Good. Goodbye, Sam. Goodbye. FTX. I mean, again, I still don't know. And everyone's still, still saying also, well, now all the normies are going to learn. You can't keep your, your money at a centralized place. Sure. Sure. They are. They're not going to learn until they get their They get debanked. Okay. I mean, until it happens to some of these normies, these 80 percenters, we are the elite here. We are proactive. We've seen this happen. We don't want this. I don't want this to happen to me. I don't trust any bank with a substantial amount of money at all. Okay. I value my wealth in Bitcoin. This is the very definition of valuing your wealth in Bitcoin. All right. And I, I want to thank my, my buddy, Matt Moore, out in Tulsa, Oklahoma. So I drove from I drove from New York, Arizona to get back here to Baltimore with my family so I could... Uh, uh, my father's yurt site was last uh, a week ago it was Monday night and Tuesday. And I did everything I needed to do. I, I went to the graveyards, his grave, of course, and his um, relatives graves. It was a very cold, rainy day. Perfect for the cemetery. Um, but on my way, my drive here, the great Matt Moore in Tulsa, Oklahoma, gave me the best freaking Tulsa hospitality a man can can give another man. Um, in, in a heterosexual manner, of course. Um, he put me up at the uh, he put me up at the uh, Holiday Inn uh, downtown. Great, Tulsa looked beautiful. Oklahoma's a great state. Matt's a great guy. Follow him on Twitter. He has got a radio show. He is in motion with his Bitcoin radio show. He is linked to below. And the Give Send Go that I've just been yelling about is also linked to below. And please, again, uh, $84 until we have another show. I don't, no one has done a super chat so far tonight. I do see, and no one has colored my name. Um, someone says your wisdom shines through the big ages. Thank you. Thank you. Andy is another guy. I believe I know Andy who's very, uh, if, if you're the guy from PDX, that I think you are, you are very, uh, Generous with me, also. You're very nice to me in uh, in Portland in 2018. If if I think it's if it, if it, you know there was a, there was a guy I believe his name was Andy who was very nice to me in Portland in uh, in 2018 when I stayed there. Um, I believe it was 2018. Uh, before they really yes, it was 2018. Before th before some crazy stuff really happened there, I didn't notice the homeless uh, problem was insane even when I was there back then. Barefoot Barry says, "Green from New Zealand." He is actually one of the few guys who watches me on BitChute. So, uh, I, New Zealand's a beautiful place, baby. I I want to return one day. Haven't been there since 2017. You're you're one of the worst uh, prime ministers in the history of uh, womankind. Pound that like button, everyone. All right, so. Let's let's move on to talk about Pomp real quick. I wasn't planning on time. BlockFi, uh, BlockFi, whatever they filed for, uh, they're in trouble uh, financially. Uh, they were giving. We were worried about them because they were uh, people want yield, and their yield was insane. 
it's not Pomp's fault that they went under. Okay, a lot of people are blaming Pomp. Why were you pumping this? There is a question of when did Pomp, what did Pomp know and when did he know it? I will say this. He clearly was propping them up. He's one of their VCs. Um, so you can you can say, I mean, he lost a lot of money on this. He had to have lost a lot of money on this. So he's not going away unscathed. Um, he's, but I, I, I do wonder what did he know and when did he know it? Um, you know, he wasn't saying, oh, you know, the 7% interest is unsustainable when a lot of people were. So, you know, I, I, I don't want to start drama or anything like that, but it, that is one good question to come out of the block buy situation. Well, first of all, the lesson is don't trust a third party. Don't, don't try to get yield. Um, that, that VCs can prop something up for quite some time. And, uh, if he knew there were problems and people were confronting him about the problems and he denied the problems, that's a problem. Uh, <laughs> but he probably did lose a lot of money. And I want to warn everyone, the Fed meeting is, I think, tomorrow and, and Wednesday. Tomorrow is Tuesday the 13th and Wednesday is the 14th. So just be ready, you know, for some turbulence. Um, all right. Oh, also, when I was driving, you know, there, there are many interesting scenes when I was driving back through uh, America to to get back to Baltimore. And uh, I, went, I saw a city I'd never been in before, a little town, West Virginia, Clarksburg, West Virginia. Looked like there's a lot of potential there. That's all I got to say. I think... You know, West Virginia, if you want to, don't be a tree. You don't, you can live in a cheap place. I think that's why I visited a year ago. Um, was it, what's the town I was in a year ago in, in West Virginia? This is, this is what happens. I usually try to go to sleep. It's best to go to sleep at 10 o'clock, by the way, people. That's the best for your circadian uh, rhythm. And I will be in a few minutes. Uh, that's your health tip of the day. I, I might have other, a few other health tips in a second, too. Actually, yeah, I do have some other health news. But yeah, the, I like to check out these supposedly downtrodden in West Virginia areas uh, because they're pretty safe. And uh, if you live in the metaverse like I do, uh, then you can physically, you know, go from one place to one place and experiment and, you know, see. What's the second bit most populated city in West Virginia? That's where I was last year. And it's, it's a disgrace. I can't even think of a darn name right now. Oh, I, I keep on thinking Charleston, which is uh, the, the capital and the biggest one. It's where Marshall's located. What, what's the name of the city where uh, Marshall's located? Now I'm, I'm going to have to look it up. Marshall located in WV. Yeah, where is it? Oh, God. God. Jesus, Huntington. How could I forget Huntington's freaking name? So I enjoyed my time in Huntington last year. I mean, there were a few, um, you know, there's a little bit of a meth issue or whatever. But again, I think West Virginia, maybe it'll be the next, uh, you know, everybody's, uh, all the trendies are moving to Boise and stuff. You know, I, I won't say uh, West Virginia's got some potential to it. And I just, Clarksburg was a very small town, small city. But it had some in interesting industrial buildings that you could turn into like live workspaces if you're some hipster 25-year-old. I don't know what you want to do. Looked like there was cheap real estate there. 
Clarksburg, West Virginia, had never really heard of it before. Drove through it. It was on a pretty big road. Yeah, I listened to a lot of audiobooks uh, on the way. Uh, the uh, the Andromeda Strain, very 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 good. Uh, not the movie, the book, the book, the Andromeda Strain, and uh, Ring World by Larry Nevin. I, I listened to that entire thing. You know, some sci-fi there. So, uh, Ring World. Uh, <laughs> It's kind of old school sci-fi, and uh, I'm not going to exactly recommend it for everyone. Uh, Andromeda's Strain was pretty good, I, and I can see how they can make it into a movie. I didn't, I've never seen the movie. Um, it's good. Andromeda's Strain is good. All right, let's get back to uh, – let's talk about a Palladium. Have you ever heard of Palladium magazine? I had it beforehand, and I linked to a podcast of theirs. They are out of San Francisco. You would think they'd be leftist or something, and they really are trying to be neutral. I got to tweet this out. They call it governance futurism, okay? And this one podcast, they've uh, eco-modernism people on from uh, the Netherlands and one from Finland. And one of them is affiliated with the Green Party, I believe, in Finland. I, I think that that's the lady there. And you, these people are into progress. They're not, they care about the environment. They really do. But they care about human, they want there to be 10 billion people on this planet that are doing better um, in terms of abundance. And they don't want people to go live in tents. You know, if people can want to go live in tents and wipe their tuchlises with with leaves, they're welcome to do that. But, you know, the, the major points of the green movements now and the panic that has, um, in fact, the young people all over this world is that the world is ending. We have to slow down progress. These people were in the progress. And this is not the first Palladium, I, Palladium magazine uh, related. Uh, I think I saw a video of theirs or something like that. I I, I don't want to give them the full Meister recommendation, but they, they definitely are opening my mind. This podcast was good. It was, again, it, it's... They care about the, you. I love people who care about the environment, who will let me be me and who will let developing countries develop with you know, fossil fuels or whatever and go their way. But there are some ecological things that people can do that will bring on progress, that will help people. You don't have to tell people, st stop people from having babies. If people want to stop having babies, they can have babies. There's never too many people on this planet. These were good environmentalists. So it is linked to below. Palladium Magazine, you seem like you're doing a lot of good things, whoever you may be. Um, actually, the, the two guys behind it, uh, I mean, they, they try to seem pretty moderate about it. And this is in a very, we're in a very polarized world where people try to be left, leftist or rightist. These guys were willing to, are willing to talk to a lot of different people. Um, and I, I believe the first time I heard about Palladium Magazine was a, progressive conservative guy. You know, that's a, I didn't, I didn't agree with the, what he was saying, what this conservative was saying. You, you can't really be a progressive conservative. Progressivism leads to a philosopher King determining what he thinks is progress. And that usually it leads to some power grab by some centralized authority. So it's not very, it's progressing toward some, someone's goal that is not necessarily yours. It's not really conserving any traditions of the past. So, you know, this progressive conservative conservatism guy they had on, 
I believe it's that I didn't agree with him, but whatever. Palladium Magazine doing good stuff sounded a lot like Alex Epstein. Alex Epstein is bringing the fossil fuel truth to the world, the environmentalist truth to the world that global warming isn't, it's not necessarily a bad thing. Okay. There are going to be good, there are benefits to global warming. We've always tried to have a, a you know, a warmer environment. The Eskimos, the Eskimo, the people up there will all of a sudden, are you against Eskimos? This, this is a way to frame it. I, I thought of this on my own. I've been meanwhile bringing this up for a while. Are you against native Eskimos? Because they're going to be able to have thriving cities out up there with making lots of money at new ports that are just open up, opening up with all these new waterways opening up. If the ice goes away, you know, there's going to be all sorts of farming opportunities. Are you against Eskimos? I mean, come on. There, there's op- Alex Epstein, though, was just recently on Jordan Peterson. I've been following Alex Epstein for quite some time. Yaron Brook, who, with all his faults, is a huge Alex Epstein fan. And that's one of the great things Yaron does is tell people, you know, pay attention to Alex Epstein. Alex Epstein is probably the best voice on uh, global warming living today. Uh, Schellenberger is pretty good. And that guy Jan or whatever, who's, I think, been on um, Rogan. He's from Europe also. I mean, that's not all Alex Epstein needs to be is on on uh, on Rogan now. He is. I hope he gets on there. But he did a great job on Jordan Peterson. Jordan Peterson has been having on some uh, excellent guests. Uh, Jordan Peterson is, is clearly on my side of uh, and Alex's side of and these guests on Palladium's side of the of the argument that um, no, let, let's have progress. What progress and um, innovation requires energy. It doesn't require stop a nuclear. Pa- I forgot this very important point. Th- this, these people on the Palladium podcast that I just listened to, huge nuclear energy fans, huge. Again, this is a woman in some green party in, in Finland. All right. Huge nuclear power fa- fans because it, it does help the environment in, in the long run, people will be able to get off of fossil fuels and all if we go nuclear power and create all these innovations and stuff. So it is, you, these people are such reactionaries. They bought into this company line and in the, and the, the guy hosting the Palladium magazine did a really great job of asking questions about why do people fall for this mainstream media Paradigm. Why is it such a huge narrative that is being taught in all the schools that the world is ending and nuclear power is not the answer? That the only answer is turning back progress. I mean, the, the, this was a good. This was a good host. A really good. A good. A good host on uh, Palladium. So I've I've rambled on about that for some time here. Let me see if anyone out. That was your Beyond Bitcoin uh, moment. I want to see if anyone's got any questions. One, two, three. No scope. What's up? Hope you've been well, dude. Yeah, I explained. I've been great, man. And I've been trying to eat a little earlier in the day. That's a health recommendation. Again, I'm still doing my intermittent fasting at at least 20 hours a day. When I drove across the country, I didn't eat for, what, 113 hours straight? 112 and a half hours, sorry. Um, So that was my big, you try to have at least uh, one 72-hour fast every half year. I, I do that. 
and maybe try to have a, a five day, you know, that was five day or whatever, once a year. Uh, and so, yeah, uh, the earth, it's called, it, there, there were some studies that if you, and I did not used to, I've changed, you know, I am willing to alter my ways. I was not a vegan beforehand. I'm a vegan now because I, I do believe it is, it is the healthiest and that meat, um, animal, it, it creates with TMAO or something. Um, it, it can create some issues. It can create some issues. And, and for me personally, I, I do, I, I do like the V I like the vegan lifestyle. It's been, it's, it's been good to me, but, uh, early, early time restricted freedom, uh, feeding it's called. So you want, um, you want to get your eating done before 5 PM. I did not used to do that. Um, and it's even better to get it done before 3 PM. And I think starting at 10 AM is a good time. I haven't been able to get it. I mean, only a few times recently have I been able to get it below 11 AM, but, or even in the 11s, but uh, I'm, I'm trying to shoot for, you know, noon before noon every day. And my window, again, my window, when I was too hardcore about things, was like less than an hour. That was insane. Um, I, you know, I try to, I haven't been able to get four hour window lately of eating, but you know, three hours, two and a half hours is what I've been doing. And Nomad Giant, how you doing? Tallest man in, uh, in the Bitcoin world. This is uh, a man who is seven, uh, three, I believe. Uh, I'm sorry if, uh, if you're seven, four, I forgot. I sometimes get confused, but uh, he's one of the biggest human beings on the planet earth uh, to tell you the truth. So Nomad Giant, how you doing? I'm glad you're in Mexico. You've, you weren't in Mexico last time. I thought, I thought you were in another, I thought you were in a Central American uh, company, uh, country. Um, but uh, you're a, good, a great guy, very smart guy. He's been on the show in the past long ago past i hope, hope to meet him one day um all right what about grass-fed and finished red meat no dude just no meat <laughs> there, there's different types of yeah, yeah there are different types of meat yes organ meats are full of vitamins yeah they are but all those things are good um and maybe what you're younger you know if you want to build muscle or whatever it'll build muscle and stuff but um for longevity if you get hooked on these uh, paleo things and not, not paleo, excuse me, keto, you know, fat stuff, meat, hardcore meat, long-term I'm, I'm not, I'm not feeling it, dude. And um, you know, the Australian guy says, and there's plenty of guys who say, well, David Sinclair says it, uh, plenty of people say it. And if you, if you sit down and think logically about it, and somebody, if you if you read a lot about what is this TMAO and um, just there could be some bad reactions. And again, I've had some weird test numbers, dude. And I'm I'm pretty darn healthy. And um, you know, God forbid, you know, I, I say I'm pretty darn healthy. I'm, I'm no, I wasn't as healthy as I thought it was because I was eating all that, uh, you know, I was eating all that meat and stuff. Bitcoin only says CS two, and he gives five dollars. So, I mean, you can think what you want to think, but you can see how serious I am that I, you know, I used to say on this very channel that, you know, you have a little bit of every, you know, have everything, everything's, you know, meat's good, animal's good, chicken's good, um, fat's good, it's good, animal fats. There is a difference, a big difference between animal fat and plant-based fat. There, there was. Eating too much meat can hurt the health. Yes, Andy, it, it can. 
I'm saying it can. I'm saying I believe it can. I believe so strongly that it can. I became a vegan. Just like that. I became a vegan just, just, just you know, at this, and I can do stuff like that. I've got some, I, I'm not saying it's easy for people. I've got some pretty incredible willpower and determination and conviction. Most of you know, um, but enough of, you know, this food are, we can, I don't want to make this, uh, uh, you know, vegan versus, uh, you know, vegan, you know, vegan versus meat eater type of show here. We're getting close to the end, but there are other things I want to say here. Uh, okay. So we talk about Alex Epstein, Jordan Peterson. We thanked Matt. We talked about Clarksburg and we talked about give go. Uh, yeah, the give go problem, the fed meeting. Oh, just being contrarian. Let me just, you know, let me get some more people angry out there. And I don't, I don't care if I get people angry, um, because I am a unique beast. If you're in the Bitcoin overlay, if you believe in freedom of association, um, you know, other people, other people can do things and other, and again, if you want to be, by the way, if you want to promote uh, meat eating and all that stuff, be my guest. You know, if you want to eat meat, I'm not stopping you from doing it. I don't think there's some people that want to, you know, stop the killing of cows. Everyone eats synthetic meat. Uh, countries should make cows illegal. No, I'm not saying that at all. Um, but I, I will say this. I believe in innovation. I, if I still ate animals, they are coming out with not fake salmon, but salmon they grow from um, – Salmon, they grow from cells. I would eat that. I would, I would eat that. Yes. If, if, if I still ate animals, which I don't, but I, I have no problem because there's a lot of people, oh, the food is all going to be fake. It's, there's a difference between like fake chicken, which is like made up of all these horrible oils and soy and stuff. And they make it look like chicken and look like burgers. Then growing the actual food from animal cells where you grow the freaking organs where you grow the freaking flesh and God bless them. I hope they come up with a lot of uh, the companies that are doing it. Um, let them experiment and it could feed a lot of people that leads to the abundance of this world. I, I don't, I don't believe in regulating that stuff at all either. That's what's holding that stuff back now. Um, and, and of course all the traditional companies want the regulation on these uh, innovative uh, companies uh, that, that want to grow their own animals from without killing animals. And I think there is something, uh, first of all, I just want to say that the human is so much above an animal. I don't want to, I don't like the people that are, you know, try to give this argument, you know, all, you know, Yuval Harari tries to make it like a cow is equal to a human. No, that is not true. But if, if you can stop killing animals, I don't think that's a bad thing. Killing animals for now is fine. I have no problem with hunting, hunting a deer and hunting a whatever. Hunt this, hunt whatever. But if if that could be eliminated, that that's nice. That's that's good to have that option. But I do want to stress beyond any. I don't want anyone questioning me on this. The human being is the superior species. The human, if it comes down to a dog or a human, you pick a human. Of, of course, of course. And you cannot worship animals. You, you go down a very slippery slope when you start to. Because then it's all right to exterminate humans and stuff. I mean, and that's another thing from this podcast today, that there are people that think human beings are the cancer of the earth. We are the only thing that can save the earth from an asteroid strike. We are the only beings that, that, that can change the fate, that can change our environment in a significant way, who can get off of this planet. And that's another thing about innovation. Another thing, if we let it progress to happen, we will get off this planet 
And this planet could become a nature reserve. It could become a lot of different things. And we could have incredible heavy industry in space and there'd be no heavy industry on earth and the air would be cleaner. So let, let progress take its place. Don't try to regulate progress away. Don't try to regulate innovation. You, uh, Elizabeth Warrens of the world. <laughs> all right. All right. You know, to get out of our way. Freedom of association, baby. Freedom. Uh, regulation. All regulation is, is guilty until proven innocent. All right. They, they, you've done nothing wrong, but they say you're guilty, so you can't do it. Okay. So contrarian thing about Zuckerberg in the metaverse. And I see recently someone, um, what's his name? I forgot. Uh, they just had an article on this on CoinDesk today. I haven't read the article yet. Uh, the the uh, Balaji, uh, uh, he's an Indian American uh, out in, in California. He's a really smart guy. Um, he thinks that governance and the metaverse go together. And I actually, I actually agree. I, I'll talk about this in another show one day, but I, I do think um, if people start to associate with one another in different uh, different forms and fashion in the metaverse, in a virtual space, that it will uh, take away the power of uh, centralized federal governments. And, you know, we all have different associations we associate with in life. And right now it seems like most people's most important association is the federal government. Whatever the federal government says, that's the most important thing to them. That is, that's it. That's what they're going to do. And that's not necessarily the way you have to structure your life. And the, the, the metaverse, the internet, the web 3.0, whatever, whatever you want to call it, is this, this space where you can do anything. You can experiment with any form of governance. With You can associate with anyone. You can say, you know, me and this dude in Finland and this, this dude in uh, Africa, we're forming our own uh, association. And we're going to run things the way we run things. And uh, we're going to use Bitcoin as our native uh, currency. And you know, there's just all sorts of cool things that if you get, there's a lot of people that have a buy, they hear metaverse and they think Ethereum, they think all this stuff. Okay. They get, I, I live in the metaverse already. I don't have a home. I go from place to place. It's, it's a state of mind. And I think younger people get it a little bit more. And I'm not the youngest guy. I'm not some 20 something. Um, but uh, so people are just ripping on Zuckerberg. Supposedly people at the company are saying that he's got a metaverse obsession. It's going to bring down meta. It's going to bring down Facebook. I'm, I'm remaining the contrarian on this dude. I think he is on the right path. I think if he sticks with it, he doesn't give in the peer pressure. He, he they'll, they'll make a good product. And this metaverse thing is going to be huge for them. Going to be huge. And I think just, People are just blindly attacking the metaverse concept without really thinking about that. They're like, oh, scam NFTs. Of course, yeah, there's scam NFTs in the metaverse. There's some interesting things people are doing with NFTs and all that stuff also on, on, on various uh, platforms. Again, Bitcoin, the cool thing about the metaverse, it's going to need, it's, you know, there's going to be a virtual currency there. What is the best, what is the best, uh, virtual currencies decentralized uh, is it's bitcoin so for all you bitcoin people who hate the metaverse think think a little bit outside the box here try to expand your mind don't don't be a uh you know i i, I don't i don't like people who destroy you know 
see how you know Bitcoin can benefit in this metaverse. That is, uh, so yeah, I wanted to, I wanted to leave with that contrarian that uh, I'm I I believe in uh, Mark Zuckerberg. I don't try to make him into the devil. I think he's on the right path. And I'm and I got Henry Law, the great one. Uh, said he sends ten. To, you are so generous, dude. He sends uh, ten Hong Kong dollars. You know, free Hong Kong, baby. That's what I got to say. But he says, Elizabeth Karen. Are you talking about Elizabeth Warren? Yeah, that she is Elizabeth Karen. Uh, she could become the next president of the United States, though, which is uh, would be the worst possible option out there. All right. And uh, last comment is from Marco Esquandoles. Hello, Adam. Well, you say hello and I say goodbye as a uh, British band somewhere once said, I'm Adam Meister. If there, and if anyone wants to ask another question, you have 30 seconds to send a, a super chat. Thank you CS2 and Henry for supporting the show today. Um, <laughs> uh, what was I going to say? I was going to say something about the world cup. Who, who do I want to win the world cup? I don't really care that much. I wanted England to, beforehand when there were only eight teams left because we have all these British fans on here who are all asleep now. Speaking of which watch UK Bitcoin master. Uh, and uh, someone says, is meta a buy? No, it is not a buy only buy Bitcoin Buy the underlying don't buy these stocks Buy the underlying of everything. Because in, in the long run, meta does, I, I believe meta should be able to print their own, uh, you know, money if they want to. Elizabeth Warren doesn't. That's how she tries to vilify them. Um, but uh, no, the Bitcoin only buy Bitcoin. I only buy Bitcoin. Only buy. Only use my fiat to buy Bitcoin. I don't. I don't buy stocks. This. This is insane. On only the. the on, and again, that, that's what. Why were people buying? They're buying all the investing in all these Bitcoin companies. Bitcoin side companies that sort of use Bitcoin. No, buy the underlying asset. That's that's what you believe in. All right, uh, pound that like button, everybody. Uh, I'll just say, I can't say Shabbat Shalom. We're really, it's going to be Hanukkah soon. So everybody have a happy Hanukkah if I don't see you uh, before then. And, uh, oh yeah, who do I like in the World Cup? Well, who's left? France, Croatia, Morocco. Who's the other one? Oh, Argentina. <laughs> Ooh. Eh, I like I like Argentina. I like being in Argentina. I'm I'm going to say Argentina, and then if Argentina doesn't win, then I guess Croatia would be interesting because they've never won. But really, so yeah, I, I want Argentina. I want Argentina. I'm a huge Euro. I mean, I love my people in Uruguay, my relatives in Uruguay, um, and so I wanted Uruguay in America to do well, um, but they didn't do well, and so yeah. Then England, but so Argentina. Okay, pound that like button. See you guys later. Retweet this. Thanks a lot, everybody. Random one for you. You never know what you're going to get from me.